Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you to today's word for December 12, 2018. All year long, I've been teaching on man, uh, expectation, where this was a year of expectation for us, really for us to, to fully expect the promises of God to manifest in our lives. So I taught different series, and towards the end of the year, I started a series entitled Standing on a Word from God. And um, this is part 68 of the overall series, Standing on a Word from God, and part 40 of the life of David. And so I want us to think about, you know, kind of what we've been learning. For eight weeks now, we looked at the life of David. And for many weeks before that, we looked at the life of Abraham. So we, I've just been driving home the message that as believers, we have to stand on a word from God and fully expect that his word is going to come to pass in our lives. So the title of today's message, as I'm seeking to, you know, finalize and close out the year strong, is your due season. Look at me for a minute. I know... If you're really a believer, right? If you have some things that you believe in God for, if, the, if you have some things that you believe that God said, spoke over you from, from the foundations of the world, things that are going to happen in your life, they just haven't happened yet from God's perspective because he's outside of time and there is no time, you know, in eternity. He's in heaven and in heaven, in eternity, there is no time. He sees everything, you know, for us all at the same time. So he's, he sees something that he has spoken over your life. Maybe he grabbed something from five years from now, 15 years from now, 25 years from now, and he released it over you now. And it, and it has become a seed in your heart and you're believing God for that thing to come to pass. Listen, there is a season when your harvest will come due. And so as a believer, you have to remain in faith until that season. So going back to the life of David, and I skipped over a whole lot. I could have been teaching David for many more months, but we have been studying David for over eight weeks now. And some of you may be thinking, now, come on, Rick, how long is this going to take? I thought he was anointed by the prophet Samuel to be the king of Israel. And so you keep teaching, you keep teaching, and all I see is struggles. All I see is all this crazy stuff happening in his life, but I don't see the king of Israel. Okay, fine. Today we're going to fast forward to 2 Samuel chapter 5, and we're going to see him become the king of Israel. But here's the point. The point is that God never told David how long it was going to take. God never God often doesn't tell us how long it's going to take in the space between the promise and the performance, in the, in the space between the confession and the completion. So when God gives us a word, we have to just continue to believe God. We have to live with an expectation, with an anticipation of manifestation. And we just don't know how long it's going to be unless he tells us. And then even when it comes to the to the what, right? We think we know what God is going to do, but oftentimes when it finally happens is even better than that. So we may not know when and we may not know what, but here's the good news. We know who. I know who my faith is in. You know, you, as a believer, you just have to know that your faith is in God. Have faith in God. So let's go back to David's case. So in the, in the case of David, he knew the what, right? The prophet came and anointed him, he was 17 years old, and told him that he would be the next king of Israel. So that's it. Come hell or high water, David was going to be the king of Israel. But the Lord never told him when it was going to happen. So that meant that David had to wait in faith, never giving up on the fact that he was destined to occupy the throne. As it relates to faith in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul said this in Galatians 6 and 9. He says, believers, come on, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. The King James version of that same verse calls this proper time a due season. There is a season when your harvest comes due. 
Your job is to not give up before that season. It's going to come to pass. David didn't give up. He kept believing God. And so this is what the Bible says in 2 Samuel chapter 5. I'm going to read uh, for you 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 1 through 4 from the easy to read version. The Bible says, all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron. Remember, he was the king of Judah there at Hebron. They said to David, look, we are one family. Even when Saul was our king, you were the one who led us into battle. And you were the one who brought Israel back home from war. The Lord himself said to you, you will be the shepherd of my people, the Israelites. You will be the ruler over Israel. So all the leaders of Israel came together to meet with David at Hebron. He made an agreement with them in Hebron in front of the Lord. And they anointed David to be the king of Israel. David was 30 years old when he became the king of Judah. And he ruled over Judah for seven and a half years. All in all, and he ruled over um, Israel in Jerusalem for 33 years. In all, David ruled for 40 years. So he ruled in Hebron over Judah for seven and a half years. He ruled in Jerusalem over Israel for 33 years. In all, he was the king for 40 years. And it came to pass. After the, the, the leaders came, he was a king over one tribe, but that wasn't the promise. The promise was all of Israel. The leaders of the other tribes came and they said, listen, it's time. It's time for anoint, to anoint you as the king of Israel. Now, think about that. David, at this point, is 37 years old. He got the promise from the prophet when he was 17 years old. He became the king of Judah when he was 30 years old. So he waited 13 years to become a king, but it really wasn't the full promise. And then he waited another seven. So he waited 20 years for the word of God to manifest in his life. David endured many trials and tribulations, heartaches and disappointments in those 20 years. But through it all, God gave him the grace to endure. And when it was all said and done, it came to pass. David became the king of Israel, just like God said. There was a season when this harvest came due. I'm telling you that as a believer, you got to hold on because there is a season when your harvest is going to come due. What does this mean to you today? I want to encourage you this morning. I have four things to share with you on this morning. I want you to open up your heart now. As I release these four things, listen, there's a voice behind my voice, the Holy Spirit. There's a word behind my word, supernatural word, rhema word. So open up your heart to hear what God is saying to you through me in this moment. You ready? Four things to share with you. Here we go. Number one, there is a proper time when your harvest is due. At the end of the day, we don't know that time, but as it relates to God, there is a proper time when your harvest comes due. Unless the Lord tells you when, you, you, you're not going to know when, but you do have a due season and your season will come due. Your job is just to continue to run your race. Remember the, the race that is set before us, Hebrews 12. So you run your race with the grace of God that is on you to do it. And while you may not know when, and my, while you kind of, you know, think you know what, at the end of the day, you have to keep your confidence in the who. Your faith is in God. Keep your faith switch in the on position. Never give up, never cave in, never quit, never relax the grip that you have on your faith, never change your confession. You continue to say, I already have it, it's already done. 
Uh, you know, this is what God promised. I'm believing God. It's only a matter of time. You know, you keep that before you. You keep, you keep it continually in your mouth. You keep it in your heart. You keep it on your mind. The promise of God shall manifest in your life. It is only a matter of time. Number two, you will reap a harvest. The text says, Galatians 6 and 9, if you do not give up. Just don't give up. I'm convinced that many believers give up before harvest time, before the harvest comes due. Now, in, in many cases, they still reap the harvest later. In some cases, I don't know. We may not know all the answers until we get to heaven. But I am convinced, I do know this because I've done it myself, that, that we have you know, delayed. Not everything that happens is the will of God. Don't, don't act like everything that happens was good, that that was God, that God was behind it. No, we do make mistakes and we have delayed our blessing. So how you wait does impact how long you wait. So you, you will be delayed. You shall not be denied if you keep walking with God. Sooner or later, you're going to reap a harvest. But what you don't want to do is delay your blessing. So as a believer, you got to keep your faith switch in the opposition. You never give up. You never cave in. You never quit. That's why I keep telling you that. You stand, having done all to stand. What do you do after that, Rick? You stand some more. You keep believing God. You keep, you keep saying it. You keep saying, we serve a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. And you, keep, you, you imitate God. You call those things that be, that be not as though they were. How long? Until they become what you said. You see what I'm saying? I mean, you, you keep believing it. You keep receiving it. You keep decreeing it. You keep declaring it. You keep agreeing with God. You keep agreeing with heaven. You keep your mouth in faith. You keep speaking the language of faith. You keep your heart open to, to, to the promises of God and you never relax the grip that you have on your faith. You cast not away, Hebrews 10 and 35, your confidence for it has a great recompense of reward. Number three, God will make it worth your weight. I'm telling you, God has done this to me many times. God did it for David. God will do it for you. We serve a God who, yes, he's going to, there are things that, you know, we, is a big thing for us to wait, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years, but God is going to make it worth your weight. While you're waiting on God, you, you have an image, maybe it's on your vision board, right? You have an image of what you believe you're waiting on God for. You have an image of the what, but when it finally comes to pass, I'm a witness. When it finally comes to pass, I'm telling you, God's what will be better than your what. Ephesians 3 and 20 says that we serve a God who's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that worketh on the inside of us. I'm telling you, when, that, when it finally happens, it's going to be better than you thought. When it finally happens, it's going to be better than you imagined. When it finally happens, God's what is going to be better than your what. God is going to make it worth your weight. Never in a thousand years did David think that he was going to live the life that he lived. He saved up billions, billions of dollars for the building of the temple. And then he handed that thing over to his son, Solomon. Number four, you must keep standing. And this is where I'll close. Last thing for this morning, you got to keep standing. For 15 weeks, I have taught you. And first of all, I want to say thank you for the people that have been watching for 15 weeks. But for 15 weeks, I've been teaching you this series entitled Standing on a Word from God. Abraham was 75 years old when he received the promise from God, right? And, and then we followed in this series, his life for 42 years. It took 25 years for the promise of this child to come to pass. And then 17 years later, the Lord prompted him to sow that boy as a seed. And so he sowed him as a seed. We tracked his life for 42 years. Abraham was 117 years old when he sowed his son as a seed. And because of it, he became the father of many nations. David was 17 years old when he received the promise from the prophet. And it took 20 years for this promise to come to pass. He reigned over Israel for another 33 years. And then he raised up all this money. God said, I want you to build a temple, but you're not going to build it. Your son is going to build it. You raised the resources. You raised the funds. And 
and you give them, give all the money over to your son and your son will bring it to pass. And so he raised billions of dollars. He gave the money to his son and his son built the temple. He reigned over Israel for 33 years. He reigned as a king for 40 years. It finally came to pass, but we tracked his life. There was a long, I mean, he went through a whole bunch. There was a lot between the promise and the fulfillment of the promise. But the truth be told, we have to live the same way that David lived. We have to live the same way that Abraham lived. You know, here's the thing. A lot of times, the reason why I take my time and teach like the way that I teach is because I'm convinced that some believers, many believers, most believers, read the Bible and think that these people got a word like on a Monday and God did it on a Thursday or something like that. Like, like you know, God told them well, one week and then God did it the next week. And so they, they have that expectation. Oh, girl, God said this to me on Sunday. And they think that by Friday, they're supposed to have it. And it just doesn't work that way. I mean, this is not the life of faith. To, to live by faith, you have to have patience, endurance, perseverance. You got to have a bulldog tenacity when it comes to your faith. You cannot give up. You cannot cave in. You cannot quit. You have to stand on the word from God and keep standing until it comes to pass, no matter what. So if you are believing God, look at me. If you are believing God for something this morning and you feel like giving up because you think it's taking too long, then my message to you is clear. Hold on. Remain in faith. It is only a matter of time before you see in your hands what God has revealed in your heart. You have to keep that thing. You have to keep it in your heart. You have to keep it in your mouth. You have to keep it on your mind. I'm telling you, it is going to come to pass. It is only a matter of time and your season of harvest will come due if you don't give up, if you don't cave in, if you don't quit. Let's prophesy over our lives. Speak this over your life. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for the many precious promises that you've given me through your word, through others, and directly through the Holy Spirit. I stand on every word I've ever received from you. You are not a man that you should lie. You said it and you will perform it. You have spoken it, so you shall make it good. I know your promises will not manifest overnight. There is a space between the promise and the performance. I won't know how long that space is unless you tell me. But no matter how long it is, I am determined to wait in faith without wavering until I see in my hands what you have spoken in my heart. In your realm, Father, in heaven, it's already done. In my realm, in the earth, it's only a matter of time. So I receive it in my heart. I call it done by faith and I refuse to allow what I see to change what I say. For now I wait in faith without a doubt and I shall never give up. I will never cave in and I will never quit. It shall come to pass in my life. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button. You're going to get an email from me every day. I'm, I'm offering you my notes to these videos and I'm offering them for free. So please do that. Make yourself available to those notes. Do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Determine right now that you're going to stand on the word from God 
Every, every word that God has ever spoken over your life, you're going to stand and continue to stand until it comes to pass. You will not relax the grip that you have on your faith. You will not give up on God because he would never give up on you. And then do me a favor. Before you leave this screen, please share this message on your social media. Share this message with everyone everywhere. Let's let people know that God is faithful. Even when we are faithless towards him, he remains faithful towards us for he cannot deny himself. I love you and God loves you. Walk in the blessing. God bless you.